Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. In episode 32, we at long last finally conquer Zack's top 10. We go through the popular films, the more obscure choices, and we fight about if these movies are truly as good as he says. We also make a little game out of it. We have to find out what the order of this top 10 is by the end of the episode. I hope you all enjoy the episode. Oh, this is episode 32 of the Cinema Swamp. We, uh, on the street, we call it the Swamp. I think it's a cooler name. The swamp. Yeah, we can do Swamp. Swiggity yeah, I'll just go along with that. <laughs> um, but this is the 32nd episode, and uh, you've all been clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. You've all been waiting for it. Stop hyping it up. You've all been begging for it, and no. it's finally here. I will be releasing my nude photos. Oh, okay. I know. Ooh. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I paid a lot of money for those. So. <laughs> yeah, charge Patreon. <laughs> Join our Patreon. <laughs> we'll be giving out some really risque stuff. Uh, oh, but also calendars. the calendar. <laughs> just, was it just feet? <laughs> just feet. I know. I bought some feet pics. <laughs> the feet of the swamp. The Tarantino effect. Um, but this is actually Zach's top ten movies. Yeah. We've all done our top ten, wow. and uh, Zach keeps pushing his off. Wow, wow, wow. No, there's just been yeah. a lot going on. Zach finally watched his 10th movie ever, so that's why <laughs> it took so long. Good for yeah. you, Zach. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching The Last Airbender for like 15 years straight, so I figured it was about yeah, time. Before it even came out? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was a movie, a, a TV show. Yeah, I've just been it. winging it this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> then I learned about the TV show, and I was like, this this is way better than that movie. No. It's not? The movie's the superior? Oh, of course. Anything Shyamalan does is pure gold. True. Except for, like, I don't know, Unbreakable sucked and Six Sense sucked. M- and... Most movies he does are pretty bad, except for Last Airbender and no, After Earth. After Earth, oh my god. <laughs> Number one on my top ten. All right, yeah. we, we are doing Zach's top ten, but of course I, I did not question him before the podcast. Do you, do you have a honorable mentions? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. do. Oh, cool. cool. Well, well, that's five. Good. Let me read off my hundred top movies. Yeah, is it, is it five that we? Is it five honorable mentions or is it three? So, yeah. Okay, we, we, I've been giving out five. Give us five. Give us five. Give me a ten. Give me a five. Yeah, yeah. Just read them all. all right. Give me five. Here we go. Here Every we go. Movie. All right. Yeah, we're just going for it. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of these we've kind of talked about. No, not really. Uh, let's Lean just... way up. Get right up into your mics. Yeah. Grab yeah, it. Up you get the hot right right up. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I got the game. Can you hear my hot breath? <laughs> you know, our people like it. We yeah. just lost all of them. <laughs> no, they finally engaged for the first the only time way in 32 episodes. I know the sound is working as if they can literally smell our breath. Like, that's how it <laughs> wow, through that's their ears. It's like a scratch and, scratch and sniff. Like, <laughs> dude, that's the future of podcasting. <laughs> When I'm talking on the phone, that's the first thing I think of is, my breath smells bad. I hope they can't smell it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, that doesn't make sense. Really? Oh. I, I think about it. Uh, let's talk about Nice Guys for a little bit. Is the Nice Guys in your top five? It's in honorable my mentions. honorable mentions. Nice. Yeah, I love that movie. I just, I bought it not too long after we started appearing on this very show. Mm. And I loved it. I found it in a $3 bin at... Walmart. That kind of Beautiful. makes me sad. But... I know, but and then I found the Blu-ray at FYE. 
and it was so good. Yeah, you put like a higher price sticker on it. Yeah. <laughs> Three? Nah. I'll give you ten. <laughs> Twenty. Let's <laughs> keep going up. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good oh. movie. Overall, well-made movie. A movie that I skipped in 2016. And Did you skip it? I never saw it until a couple months ago, and saw it once. Wanted to like watch it again immediately after I saw it, <laughs> and I did watch it again. And recently, I'm like, you know what? I should watch again. It's the nice guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, it's the only movie I want to watch now. It's it is such it's, a good buddy cop. It's worth movie. it. It's got everything. It's it's got the, uh, the terrible look of the 70s. The uh, gross underbelly of LA. It's got porn in it, but you know, <laughs> but, a, but but like the porn industry, not porn. It's got itself. the classic odd couple buddy cop right? thing going on. The mystery. Which... Ryan Gosling's best performance ever, arguably. I, yeah. I think it actually is his best. Better than I think the Notebook. Yeah. Well. well yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, notebook it's, wasn't it's, that great. It's a competition. <laughs> no, I, it's his best. Yeah. Easily, it's really good. Have you seen, so, have you, you've seen The Predator, one of Shane Black's movies? Yeah, we saw it together. Obviously, you've seen Iron Man 3. Obviously. Have you seen any other Shane Black movies yet? Uh, or anything that he's written? I haven't seen Lethal Weapons, so, and I know that's him. Mm-hmm. What else has he done? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, that I one is that like... I know that's like Robert Downey Jr.'s... Yeah, like, Val was, Kilmer. What, was that... Right before or right after you went to prison? It was after. That was like one of his comeback movies. Yeah, that was a comeback. Well, it was the attempted comeback, yeah. but it didn't work <clears> pan out. It was still... I mean, I, I talk it up. It's pretty good. It's, it's good. Everyone it's loves not it. But... nice guys, but it is like... It's right there. It's like on par with Iron Man 3 and in terms of like good and well-written and the same exact style. It's a buddy cop movie yeah. and like really good. So... The thing I've noticed with Shane Black movies that I've seen is that he always writes kids very well. Is there, oh, yeah. like, kids in, like, Lethal Weapon and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, too, that are... Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, yeah. yeah. It's not as consistent as, like, The Predator or The Nice Guys or mm-hmm. Iron Man 3. But, uh, in Lethal Weapon, I can't remember. I'm sure there's gotta be some, probably, oh. kids in there that get in the way. No, it, because the characters' <clears throat> names are, what, Mark... Martin Riggs and the other guy's name is Murtaugh. His family, his family, they got a couple kids. And they're not a huge part in the movie. But, they, you know, now that I think about it, they are well-written. Mm-hmm. Especially for kids in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's even... He's just always been good at kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird. But cool. Yeah, I do need to go and see those. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. We should watch the nice guys sometime. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to watch it with you guys. I want to watch it now. We should watch it and do an episode on it. Honestly. No, no, never. <laughs> but that's a good point, though. We should. Like, why haven't we? Yeah. Um, also, uh, The Incredibles is on there. Ooh. Ooh, Incredibles 2. I, I felt no, like... No, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> Incredibles Juan. Oh. <laughs> Such a good... The family that... We kind of talked about this like, last week when we were doing the Oscar thing. But such a good family dynamic between them. It's the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Uh, <laughs> uh, the villain's good. Animation's always good with Pixar. Yeah, it's just just a good time. Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just amazing. That's probably one of the most important movies of our generation, I would say. Mm-hmm. Easily. I mean, for movies that we will still be talking about 
in the future telling our kids about the Incredibles movies. is the Star Wars of our generation. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but like, it definitely is like one of those like, <laughs> man, when this movie came out and just how memorable so many of the lines are and so many of the moments are. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's one of the best superhero movies ever made. It's just one of the best written movies ever made. It's so yeah, in every way. Anytime I watch it, I, I'm. It's like I know it's going to be so good because I remember all these parts, but I find new stuff to love about it every time. Like it's like watching some of those themes for the first time. So and one of my be- like most favorite film scores easily. Mm-hmm. Even, even yeah, though, even though it's very it's, it takes a lot of stuff from James Bond, yeah. but not mm-hmm. like exact copies. So that's nice. Um, was Jack Jack Attack? Was that like that wasn't an after credit thing? That was, was just for feature. like that was uh, that was just for the DVD. Okay. But they made a canon because, I mean, Incredibles 2 picks up for that short kind of... Mm-hmm. See why it doesn't break anything. In my argument, I was kind of worried just because they gave so many powers to Jack-Jack. I was like, he's indestructible. How are you even going to write that character for a sequel? And they did it. And they did it really well. I thought well. he would be the villain in, this, in the Jack sequel. Jack? I thought that too, and a lot of people I thought, were thinking that. Like, not like straight Wait, villain, like, but like the chaos factor that they oh, spend like the whole movie to... is focused around it. Yeah. Which I think would have been a better movie, but that's that just me. Mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix, except with Incredibles. <laughs> Originally, the baby. when they announced Wolverine stabs the baby coming out, I thought it was going to be a time jump and like Dash would become the villain or something because he's yeah. like the middle child. Yeah, why don't they do something with like alternate versions of themselves? That'd be crazy. We could talk like all day about what they should have done with Incredibles too, <laughs> because it's true. They should. I mean, I love it, but I really thought maybe they should have done something different. But yeah. I, I love it so. Also, what happened to Kari the babysitter? You know, it's She's me, Kari, the babysitter. We we see Tony and what happens to him. His mind gets re-raised, but what about Kari? She's seen a lot more. Oh wait, she got her mind re-raised too, didn't she? Yeah, you'd be hungry if we were having Tony Loaf. <laughs> Tony Loaf. Um, Scott Pilgrim is good. Ooh. It's, a, it's a classy, classy movie. Darn straight, it is. I've never used the word classy to describe it, but. It is classy. It's classy. It's classy. <laughs> uh, the music in an Edgar Wright way. I love the music. <laughs> the, like the lyrics alone are great. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have the? You have the vinyl, right? Yeah, yeah. I have the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack on vinyl. Nice. It's my least favorite Edgar Wright movie. And people Ugh. always Wait, really? want to people always kill me when I say that. Yeah. It's not even a bad Someone review though. My gun. I still like it. Chloe, hand me my gun under the table. Yeah, it's right <laughs> it's, there. You're gonna shoot me because I give a not as good of a review. I'm just gonna scare you with it. I'm just gonna point it at you for the rest of the podcast. I'm just scaring you. So it was, <laughs> was it? We talked about this a little bit, but it was pretty close to the comic, the, yeah. the movie. Other than the end, it's. I mean, it's it's it's. Uh... It's like Watchmen, many of the panels are identical. Like the apartment in the movie is identical to the apartment in the comic book. One like the, where everything is located in the in the movie is where it is in the comic, and like yeah. different stuff like that. Different fight scenes are really similar, but then there's so much taken in and added out, and like taken in and added out, added in and taken out, because um, it's just so long. Like the book, it, it goes over the course of like a year. And the movie is over the course of like a weekend or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it really is. Um, you know, there's a lot of different factors like that that go in. But I think they could have made the movie a lot longer if they went more in depth with the exes. Like some of them, like the first few were like 
pretty long fights, and then once it got to like four through six, mm-hmm. it was like over in a blink of an eye, pretty much. Yeah, number four. Is it four I'm thinking of? It's a girl. Yeah, that one was a short one in the <clears throat> book. But then... Five and six are twins. Yeah, those ones were... I haven't gotten there. Have I? Yeah. I don't know. They're, like, meant to be really short in the movie because they're kind of the least interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's real good. All right, movie. (laughs) All right. Do you like Scott Pilgrim, Chloe? Hate it. Okay, moving. Kidding, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's my you won't accept fourth any favorite like... movie of all time. So. I don't even think it's in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. Shawshank is an excellent film. Mm-hmm. Um, I love anything Morgan Freeman's in <laughs> that I've seen. Except I haven't seen that Nutcracker movie. <laughs> Oh him. yeah, he's in that. <laughs> he's in the... Hey, he's barely in it, and he's fine in it. <laughs> but he's probably better in Shawshank, I guess. Wasn't it beaten for best film by Forrest Gump? Uh, yeah. I mean, there was also up against Pulp Fiction, and uh-huh. I mean that was a tough year. And that movie, I'm surprised it got nominated for best picture because I feel like at the time it came and went, and it was really when it started hitting TV that people started to revisit it because it got a lot of. Shawshank? Yeah, Shawshank got a lot of TV time, and mm-hmm. it's still played on TV a lot. And I think it, it's like one of those longer movies where I feel like wherever it begins, when you're just changing the channel, you can kind of just start wherever because it's such a long story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you still need everything. I think it makes it a better movie if you see everything, but you can still start anywhere and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to finish this." Because yeah. I don't know, it's got that kind of power, and he's. Uh, Stephen King. He's a good writer. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name for a second. Stephen <laughs> King wrote Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, it's a short, it's a short story yeah. of his. Is it I, haven't, short I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like an actual... Have you seen it? Read his Still books? Seen it. No, I haven't read his, I, haven't, I don't read. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's weird for like a two and a half hour movie that it is one of his short stories, but yeah, it is. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's so good. It's well, now I know that you, don't, you haven't seen it, so I can't really say much. True. I love that part where he ends up. Uh, well, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I, we, we're just gonna move on. <laughs> we're not gonna get into. We're not gonna get into this movie Are now. Not Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I was gonna say I loved when he invented Facebook, but never mind. Jeez. Morgan <laughs> Freeman. We're jumping all over the place. Uh, another Stephen King one, Stand by Me. I used to watch that movie constantly uh it made me want to go outside and do things <laughs> but find dead bodies yeah cool me too it made me actually go on adventures but i didn't have any friends to go out on adventures with. <laughs> find all dead bodies by yourself out in goodland by myself welcome to the depression episode <laughs> featuring zach yeah. Relating to Stand By Me by yourself. <laughs> I was the fat kid. Just the fat kid. <laughs> just no alone. Supporting character. <laughs> wow, that just makes that whole movie just grim if it's just him. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
just walking on the railroad like, tracks along. Like the, the, fat, the fat kid is the one who kicks off the whole adventure. He's the one who asks if they want to hey, see a dead body. Hey, I haven't seen it. Oh. Shush. You didn't say that. You know I haven't seen it. I don't you know. You ruined the whole movie I by saying the fat kid did it. So many times that I haven't seen it. Why don't you see it? I love when the fat kid invents I Facebook. Josh Ain't Redemption yet? <laughs> you, oh, you haven't? No. Well, Jesus. Wait, did you not hear me say it earlier? <laughs> no, I was yeah. not paying attention. I even like. I mean, what's wrong? That's with what we were making jokes like, about. What? I don't know. That's kind of weird. I, mean, I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I mean, it's only number one on IMDb's top 250 forever. I, it was on Netflix forever, but I wanted to save it for a big TV, then, like to watch it on a nice TV. And I just now it's off of it? as soon as I got a TV, <laughs> it was it's not Netflix anymore. Mm. Well, so it sounds like a personal problem. It is. Stand by Me is good. I I haven't seen it in years, but I I enjoy it. But, so, um, good. Yeah. So if you just watch the Family Guy episode where he covers a few, <laughs> a few of the Stephen King novels, he he covers both Stand by Me and Shawshank. So you can just watch that. So that's really? why Zach really likes it. Yeah. Just, just watch that. <laughs> just watch. I've it's never seen the movies enough. ever in my life. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Was that five? That is five. That is cool. cool. You're not allowed. We're just guessing out random movies. Uh, I've done that. Huh, Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties. There what can you I go. Say? Nice. <laughs> that scene where he sings all of Moving On Up and sings it with all the animals. Bill Murray. It's one of his best roles. Garfield? I'm telling you. Garfield, ta- no. Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> <laughs> I stand think, by that. Just you, don't, you, don't, you know what's funny? I've seen that movie a lot. Like, I don't know. I had that on you watch when I was a kid. I, I don't know why. I think I got it for like Easter or something, <laughs> and I watched it to death. Do you ever play the DVD menu game where it was like in a maze and you had to like find your way out and it's impossible? Yeah. I, I don't know. Probably uh-huh. not. Well, pop that DVD in. It's worth it. I mean, <laughs> watch the movie again. Huh. I haven't seen it in years. I'm sure it's garbage. <laughs> Total garbage. Oh, jeez. masterpiece. Uh, Meyer deserves way, mu- way, way better. <laughs> Then Garfield playing John, it's like, oh, that's a that's a good connection there. That's a good casting right there. Breckenmeyer as John is supposed to be this like idiot in the comics. Let's let's cast the good looking Breckenmeyer in the role. Like, oh yeah, that that's did that like kill his career? Because I don't see no, because anything. he's he didn't really have a career to begin with. He mostly he had road trip. He does robot chicken now. Does he? Yeah, there's a lot of voices on there. And I mean, who's the girl they have in those movies too? Because she. uh... It's not a Liz at all. Like, if you read the comics, Liz is supposed to be just this, like, like stuck-up, sort of, uh, constantly annoyed of everything woman. And in the movies, we just got this pretty, like, nice, oh, you know, I'm a vet. And I'm like, you are not, this is not Liz. Like, you are not angry or just giving a angry face at John at all. Why are we talking about this movie? This isn't even... <laughs> yeah, it's not... I was just you just got me into this... I, I was I'm gonna in, say I'm something, this, but I was just gonna let you run out of I'm it. in this thing of Garfield now, where I, I, I can't... I keep digging. Next week. Jesus. Okay, let's move on to your top ten. Alright, so... I thought it'd be fun if we did a thing. Um, so we don't have to do a game, but we... Or, like, a last movie on Earth, but we still can if we want. Um, at the end. But I thought it'd be it fun if I just read all my top tens out of order, and then they have to guess what order they would be in from best to, or most favorite to least favorite one of my to ten. ten. One to ten. Mm. Uh, <laughs> guess one to ten, and whoever's closest gets like, I don't know, five points. 
something. I don't know. I don't know. Twelve points. Five bucks. Like the exact amount below that, like you are. <laughs> yeah. uh, if no one gets it right, then I just yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, are we doing this? Uh, are you going to go alphabetically, or are you just going to say them in a random order, or are we privately adding them to our lists, or are we announcing them? So, as we go through them, you can write them down on okay. a sheet of paper numbered 1 through 10. Okay. You can put it in the spot where you think it would be. Wait, what if we have to shift it around as you read through, and what if we forget what we're shifting around? I'll give you... At the end... You guys can switch it around. I have <laughs> an idea. I have an idea to make this even crazy hard. Like, w- w- stupid hard. But awesome. Just throw other movies in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like, you say the movie. Uh-huh. Like. This is stuff that is we should have Is Idiocracy in your list? No. Okay. We'll just pretend it was Idiocracy. <laughs> say Idiocracy. And you talk about how well you like the movie and stuff. And we'll talk about it. And you're like, all right, now rank it. And then we... Us three have to decide what well, number it is it? It, right now before we hear the rest of the movies. Dude, I would fail. But we could do it where we can't have the same number. So, like... But what if we all know it's his number, like... I kind of think I know his number one. I'm pretty sure I know his number one. I know what his number one is. Is it... Every thought something. Is it the Lion King? Every thought something. Like, do you guys think it's the Lion King? I feel like we're ruining the episode by well, explaining what his number one movie, which it is going to be. <laughs> I've rethought something. No, I've rethought some things. No, Lion King isn't even so on his We list. could do it. So I, it's just an idea. <laughs> that's like a, a probably totally something that, like. But, Doug, okay, that's a cool idea, but what if we, like, know it's his number one? Like, how do we do that? We'll just, we'll just do the thing. Something. We'll just do the thing. This, this is something we should have came up with before we started. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll just, just say them and we'll list them. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. Yeah, we're just gonna do All that. Right, thank okay. you. We had to create some. And if we need, you know what? Just, just wing it. I mean, if you gotta change your list, I'm. I think you're too. This is a game show between us. I think you're overthinking it. If you have to rethink some honest. things. No, I. No, this is. You better not be making up this order as you go along. Plot twist. You know what? He's just going to 1 through 10, and he's throwing us all off. <laughs> There's just one movie that's different or something stupid. No, for real. Like, before I even thought about this game, I've, like, rearranged a couple things. Because it's just a phase. <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, so, so, first movie, want. I'm gonna say Back to the Future 2. Number one. Back to the Future 2. It's a great <laughs> film. I lived in that moment. You were all there. What? You... you? Oh, I know. 2015. Uh, no, no. 2015. Mm-hmm. I was so excited for that date when... Yeah. Gotcha. I, saw, I don't even know what year I October saw October 21st, 2015. No, I know, I know the date. I'm just trying to think of when I like actually saw the movie. Years before then. This is stuff you should have thought of before we started. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's good. <laughs> well, tell us what you like about it. Doc. Nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it made me think of, like, because of the timeline thing that he did when they went to Biff's world or whatever, mm-hmm. it... 
actually made me think about like alternate dimensions and stuff and that mm -hmm. was the first time i ever thought about like there could be a slightly different world that mm -hmm. if like i made like a butterfly effect thing i guess mm -hmm. and it kind of blew my mind dystopian 1985 and it was sad to see how marty's life turned out but then he changed it for the better i was kind of like suck it up marty really? i was like you have a pretty great life you're still white you're still, you still, like, still, still live in like what suburbia, like, like, dude, like, why are you like whining, Marty? Like, because he can't play yourself. guitar anymore. Yeah, most old people. And he can't. got fired. <laughs> it's his own fault. It's mm. just survival of the fittest. <laughs> I gotta say, his life relatively like wasn't. It was okay. His parents wasn't are really still like alive. Like, if you really think about it, but he was a loser. Had and kids. So was Marty Junior. Yeah, it's a circle of life. And Elijah Wood was there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I thought I thought it's it was cool how how they thought our time would be back then. Mm -hmm. Like it was so out of this world. Yeah, <laughs> like Jaws nineteen. The three D thing was kind of cool. It was so unrealistic. <laughs> Doesn't Marty say it still looks fake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the inflation on the donation for the clock is like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Compared to the quarter they were asking for in the first movie, like, yeah. okay, yeah. That, that's... <laughs> I don't know, I think that movie's crazier just for the couple things that I actually did predict, because I don't mm -hmm. think that movie was taking itself seriously at all, but then you just think, yeah, well, but I love it, because it's, it's like, more outrageously just, like, kooky. Yeah. It's more enjoyable that yeah. way. For sure. I'd like to say that I'm not a racist, also. <laughs> He's white. I, just I understood figured, what you meant. <laughs> statistically, like, <laughs> he, you know, yeah. he had it well off in the beginning, and he had, he's still got it well off, so. <laughs> Next. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. It's You're everyone's favorite. least favorite, but it's my favorite, because it's so, <laughs> again, it's so. It's a lot of people's favorites. It's out, I always hear it's everyone's least favorite. Purists' like, favorite. It's, it's purists' least favorite, I think. Yeah, because he's not fighting Nazis, <laughs> pretty much. Well, it's uh, it's just a different, like, uh, formula of a yeah. Indiana Jones movie. Like, and I feel like if it's too on the nose of Indiana Jones, it does this and then this and then this and then mm -hmm. it's just copy paste. It is, but that's also. What Indiana Jones is all about? It's like Steve Spielberg's Indiana like Jones thing. is about doing the same exact thing. Kind of like Raiders, Crusade, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull are like the same movie. You but can Temple have of Doom an is just that does different things. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like a. Se it almost feels. I mean, it is like a prequel in a way. So I think it was about time the Indiana Jones franchise introduced some racist Indian food. It was about time. Monkey <laughs> chilled brains. monkey brains Trout. and baby snakes. I I don't I I actually, I like Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's amazing. It, it, I don't know it. It really is a toss up between that or Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for whatever is the worst because both mm -hmm. just kind of bore me at times. But tell me about what you like Temple of Doom because yeah. I, I it freaked I, me out as a kid. It is the scariest. Uh, the Kali Ma. I mean, everyone I feel like has been freaked out by Kali Ma. <laughs> uh, the bug insect room. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah that. <laughs> I think I, I think I used to say it, it 
feels like fortune cookies when I like step on something crunchy. I used to say Kalima. Kalima. <laughs> I used to just say Kalima. Uh, is awesome. I hope he takes over the mantle after he, he dies in well, Indiana Jones Six. I think he should show up again. I oh yeah. I, I, it's it's weird that I I think there's some opportunity. He's, he's the most memorable, up, at least for Cam. Like possibly living person from the series. Yeah. Because a lot of the older actors who were in the movies well, like, died or... What's-his-face died in, like, when Crystal Skull... Crystal Skull came out... Uh, oh, like, well, Sean Connery Sean killed Connery, his character off. Yeah, him and then the other guy who was in Last Crusade. John Rice davies is still alive. He hasn't come back. But, like... Okay, quick, quick question. Mm-hmm. So, Sean Connery drank from the Holy Grail. Yep. Yep. I know, I thought about that too. Nope. You're wrong. Yeah, I'm wondering how. My, I've always heard he that the effects drinking. of living forever off of the Holy Grail are not effective after you pass the seal. That's what I heard. Oh. how it works. If you drink it, Was it you can live forever. from the night? Did you hear it from the night? I feel, well, not even from the night. I think that was just kind of written in after they had to get rid of him and explain why Indiana Jones is growing older. Like on a forum or something? Where did you hear it? I think I don't know where I heard it but it's probably some like George Lucas techno jargon that he was like probably just to make up for it. Just Mm -hmm. to be like oh well this is why. And I buy it. Whatever. We were talking about Temple of Doom. I like the scene where they just lower the guy into a pit and start your ass on fire. That is why that movie's great. It's stuff like that. It's not great when they're eating the Indian food, or when Willie's yelling, or, or when, when they're in the minecart. I actually, and I actually really <laughs> like when Willie freaks up because it reminds me of my mom. <laughs> she reminds me yeah. of my mom a lot. I hope your mom's deeply offended around this episode. Right now. I, I about the minecart scene. You guys into the minecart scene? I love that scene actually. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that that whole ending of the movie actually. Do they make a ride out of that? Is Indiana Jones? Oh uh, well, they, they <laughs> put you in an actual minecart. I don't. I think they call <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't no think they call it a minecart. I think they actually that ride at Disneyland is supposed to be like another adventure. Oh. So it's not like the minecart, but it basically yeah. It, it was probably copy paste. It was probably built that way. <laughs> I like I like uh, Molaram. <laughs> That's the evil guy's Molaram. name with the horns and the. And I like the I, I like when he cuts the, the you know the 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 fence not the fence the the bridge the bridge in half I like that and I like. But it's just not as good as Raiders. But, like, Indy turns evil for a minute. Yeah, and he that, does. That tripped me up. When he when I saw hits. That. So I was like, no way. <laughs> when he hits One of my heroes cannot be evil. <laughs> this can't happen. This is not how it ends. Well, Short Round burns his ass, and yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa! Short Round kicks ass. I hope he comes back. For the same reason, like Indiana Jones went evil, he just comes out of nowhere with a like a torch, and just starts him on fire every time. Doctor like, Jones, <laughs> he's still shouting. <laughs> Even though he's a grown man, he still talks like that. <laughs> Actually, Indiana, Dude, I talk like this. I don't know why you made me talk in that racist Asian accent the entire movie. He was so s- suave in that movie too, Indy. Suave. Off, yeah. You know like, what they should do? When he was in Japan or whatever? When he was at the casino? Oh, what do you think that opening sequence like, the little song number? I liked it. It was the first time I ever heard that song, and now I hear it everywhere. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. 
it, it fits in tone because the movie is it, it it is making fun. Well, not even it's paying tribute to that. movie serials and movie yeah. serials had something like that once in a while where it's just something yeah. like just random singing. It's true if you watch yeah, some serials, they have that. Yeah, they should. So okay, get this. They should make if they were to reintroduce short round into the next one. If the next one took place in the sixties, mm-hmm. they should like have short round like end yeah, up being be. no like being the either the you'd have to be like the grandpa the grandpa of um data from <laughs> um, the goonies, goonies. <laughs> yeah and then he like yeah his grandson ends up being data how old would shoron would be like in his 50s in the 60s right um no, he'd be he'd be younger than that well i mean it's been 30 yeah, almost 36. 40 years since the original movie and he'd be like in his 30s yeah they could get like 40s, 50s. I feel like he would be in his 50s, actually. Would he? Yeah, because... Well, it was 36. It's probably 12 in the movie. In so it'd be like 40. Yeah. Late 40s. Early mm-hmm. 50s. Huh. That'd be cool. I guess he shouldn't take over that, because he's too old. This <laughs> old Asian guy. I'd be down. Do you think Shia LaBeouf will come back? No. No, he's not. Please don't. Just say he died. Like, oh, my son died. Let's let's go oh, on my their son adventure. Died. Or he went to school because no. that's what Indy wanted I, him to do. I, I think he should die. And then that's how you get <laughs> into the Transformers universe. Cause he's at school in the first one. Oh, except that's like fifty years later. Time travel. Okay. <laughs> if there are Transformers in Indiana Jones, I'm gonna kill so many people. <laughs> Why? There's already aliens in it. It's all good. Different. That's interdimensional beings. Yeah. Uh, Transformers. Oh yeah. All right. What's your third movie, Zach? <laughs> third movie is School of Rock. I'm gonna say Scooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. I thought so too, uh, and I got really excited. Jack Black. School of Rock. <laughs> Introduce me to Rock in general. You've never seen it. Nope. That Dang. one I know. So I can't really talk. That Such a freaking good movie. Miranda Cosgrove is a snooty little band manager. Mm-hmm. There's cool. nothing really you could possibly spoil about School of Rock. You've already it's just quotes the whole movie, really. <laughs> there is <laughs> a great you don't say how story ends, being told in that movie. I, mean, I don't watch it for the story. I do watch it for like the nostalgia yeah. and the yeah the quotes. Pretty it, much. You quote it's it like a movie that you put afterwards. on with your friends to oh, yeah. like quote with. And it's so good. <laughs> and sing along. I'm not cool enough. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not cool enough. You're fat and you have body odor. <laughs> <laughs> You're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not much I can really say about it, except it, it it rocks. It really rocks. It is a good movie. And it is an extremely watchable movie. It's a quick set, too. It's probably mm-hmm. Nickelodeon's best movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, all time. I don't, I don't think Nickelodeon had anything to do with it. Whatever. They, I mean, they I, mean, their name I on mean, it. mean, I don't, I don't think they even. Does it I don't, open with a Nickelodeon. I don't yeah. think it's a Nickelodeon movie. Yeah, like the blimp. It's gotta be. I don't think it is. Look it up. I hope I'm it's not. Shot the computer. I think it might be. I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I think it's like Paramount and Nickelodeon. I don't have look, but you know, there's a School of Rock TV show now. I've never know, seen, so terrible. I'm sure that's great. Um, it's blasphemy. Uh, 
Why? School of Rock turned me on to so much, like, good, so much just great music. Whoa! You know what? School of Rock's in the new... You remember uh, the kid Zach from that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested four times for stealing guitars. After? <laughs> That's a news article right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, he just wants to relive the glory days. He's like, wait, don't you remember me? Remember? <laughs> I'm Zach Attack. <laughs> you know? I made the song School in the movie. Rock. <laughs> I what made this almost I win. know Jack Black. It's Paramount Pictures, but it ain't Nickelodeon. But it, it seems Brandon like it seems, hooked up. It seems like it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that, except, yeah. I, I could have sworn that it was, had something to do with Nickelodeon, too, yeah. but... Well, there's uh, Nickelodeon show. Miranda <laughs> Cosgrove, I guess. That's probably why. It's a good movie. I like it. And, uh, I mean, Jack Black, he's kind of hard not to it, like in a movie. It's such a... Mm-hmm unrealistic premise though <laughs> like no one checks his I, credentials I, I buy it to a point because he did steal someone's name but the only part I don't buy is the fact that they don't he doesn't like get in any legal trouble after the fact they're just sort of like <laughs> yeah. and it's weird because if you watch the movie like they're at that, like a parent teachers conference and he's there I, I and, it's, those and, and it's at <laughs> night sure and they run him out of the building but then they show the next day because he was sleeping so they show it's the next morning and he hasn't been arrested, which makes no sense. But also, they show that the parents are still at the school, and I was like, I don't get it. Do they stay there, like, all night and just talking to them, or do they just drive back the next morning and they're still having an issue with this guy? They're probably there were cops there. They're like, why haven't you arrested this guy? Out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could technically get away with it by just, you know, if you didn't do anything wrong. But I don't know. It's like, that's, that's fraud. Mm. Unless every single party said we're not going to press charges, which doesn't make sense. I don't know. That he part of it I don't buy. Definitely would have gotten if no one had pressed charges, he would have gotten arrested after that concert. Yeah. yeah. Even though all the parents were he stole like, those in kids. on it. He stole them <laughs> yeah, again, like <laughs> second unauthorized field trip. Yeah. Like basically. <laughs> so punk rock. These kids have touched me and I'm pretty sure I've touched them too. Oh my god! <laughs> Alright, we did manage to spoil School of Rock. Yeah, always completely. We I'm so sorry, Clay. You won't, you'll forget about I it by the time you watch it. It's not a, meant to be a complex plot. Um, Alright, go. Back to the Future. Part 1. Mm. Yeah, that's in there too. Uh, Figure that shit out. Two movies from one franchise. I can't watch one without the other. I can do without three because then that's too long. Excuse me? I, I love three. I think we're shitting on the third movie right I now. I love three, no. but I can watch one and two and be fine. I can't. See, I'm the other way. I can watch one and be fine. I can't watch two without watching three, though. I can start with two and three, but one I can just watch on its own. Yeah, and, and me, I can just watch the third one and that's it. I don't even watch the other two. Never I don't even. I just <laughs> watch the third one. I'm like the first two. Like, it's a weird movie where a kid from the '80s is for some reason stuck in the '50s and he needs to go to the Wild West. I'm like, this doesn't make sense, but I'll buy it. Yeah, it's a thinker. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thinker. We have collectively had uh, Back to the Future in my list, in Hunter's list, in Kirsten's list. And now it's in Zach's It's list. one of the greatest and movies Chloe's. of all time. Was it in Chloe's? It was not She had to watch him for the episode. Oh, he's the first time you watch him. Okay, yeah. And we did an episode on it. Yep. Yeah, so you don't have to say much. It just it keeps coming up because it is a great movie. Yeah, of course. Is it the best 50s movie or the best 80s movie? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, best, uh, I feel like it would be the best 80s movie, but that's not true. 
because Empire is probably the best 80s movie. Mm-hmm. It is the best Star Wars movie. But Empire Strikes Back, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I would go as far to say that Back to the Future is the quintessential 80s movie. It, like, defines the 80s is what you're saying? Yes. Even though it takes place in the 50s, I, I would say, if I was going to show someone the 80s, I would still show them Back to the Future. Well, I would show them Back to the Future, too, but, or, also, but... <laughs> Uh, I feel like there's other movies that could Footloose. define the 80s more. Footloose. Sure. No. Yeah, that's a lie. I'm trying to think. A movie that shows the 80s. Top Gun. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's probably a good one. Young Guns. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about that. Do you have anything else to say? Do you have anything that we have never said about Back to the Future? Never ending story. Want, if you want to know what we think about Back to the Future, go the to Labyrinth. that episode. What what episode was that? Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal episode. <laughs> I'm just saying 80s movies that define me. That was what the 80s Labyrinth. were like. Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. <laughs> it's weird if how you much just watched the Dark Crystal, Wait, you know you everything you need like, to know about the 80s. Movies that were super popular in the 80s or that, sh- no, like if that I was, show how the if, 80s were? If yeah. my yeah. son were to be born right now and was old enough to watch a movie and understand it, at what movie I would show him to show him what the 80s looked like, I would show him the Dark Crystal. <laughs> That's what things A simpler like. time. <laughs> Pre-internet. <laughs> People used to look like this. The labyrinth. Is that on your list? No. Oh. I was just oh. You got so excited. I was riffing. My nipples got hard for a second, but... It's okay. Um, the quintessential movie that shows how... What would it be? The 40s would be is... Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I think I would say, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit was amazing. Um, I didn't know that you could do that with cartoons and people. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could have Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse on the screen at the same time. Which, I don't know, I feel like with how we have so many... Um, multi-company, you know, IPs come together nowadays. You know, like, different characters all coming together in one movie. Like, in a Lego movie and Wreck-It Ralph and stuff like that. I I think uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit's kind of taken a little for granted. Like, uh, you know, like, maybe... They had Disney and Looney Tunes and... And they had some Paramount characters in there, too. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, that will never happen again where they have Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse on the screen at the same time. Like, that was just impossible, and it can't be done today because mm-hmm. they would not allow it. Things are getting so bought up by bigger and bigger companies, and everyone's competing more and more for pretty much domination that it's like that won't happen anymore where Warner Brothers is like, hey, it's all right if we use Mickey Mouse or the other way around. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and it's not like that's a big point in the movie, but it helps make the movie seem more lively rather than just creating some mouse character or bunny character and then everyone's like oh I know what those are supposed to represent but they're not the real thing this movie makes it genuine and I'm like I really buy that this place exists that this Toontown place exists that this world exists I remember first time I watched it thinking it was just gonna be a cartoon and that blew my mind when it wasn't and then 
thinking, why have I never seen the Roger Rabbit cartoon before? <laughs> because this character's not Bugs. Who is he? What, where did he come from? It's kind of funny. Where did he go? Where did he come from? <laughs> it's crazier, too. Like, now there are shorts of Roger Rabbit, so yeah. it's like, you could watch those and be like, oh, those are the cartoons it was based on. It's like, not... I'm sh- I, was I, it I, a Warner movie? Or was it like... What? It was it was made by Touchstone, but that's oh. owned by Disney. Disney. So it w- it was a Disney production. So basically. if Disney wanted, they could make a Roger Rabbit cartoon. Uh, n- no. I mean, because I I don't know why I randomly know about this, but there's like a lot of legal issues there with the fact that Spielberg technically owns it. What? What Hunter? <laughs> what? <laughs> That was nothing. What? I'm still laughing at my Cotton Eye Joe <laughs> thing, okay? That's fine. Where'd can you we, come from? Where'd we you drop go? It? That was a Cotton Eye Joe Can we joke. drop it? <laughs> Steven Spielberg Chloe, hand me my gun. owns a piece of the rights to Roger Rabbit. Steven Spielberg and Disney, from what I understood, they don't, they're not always on the same page. Because like, one thing is, Disney doesn't really do Roger Rabbit merchandise, and... Roger Rabbit doesn't show up in the parks as much as he did in the 80s. And it has something to do with Amblin owning a piece of it with... It's basically them. It's just an issue between Spielberg and Disney. So that's why you never really see much more stuff. Because for years they've wanted to do a sequel. And at this point I think with the death of 2D animation basically... Like it's dead. Like let's let's admit it. It's gone. Like they're not doing 2D animated stuff anymore. It's going to take a lot for it to come back. I think that would be a brilliant premise for a sequel because There's a couple 2D animated shows. Oh, shows, but I'm talking about like movies and, you know, I I think it'd be a brilliant premise to do there with the fact that CG animation took over so much and that's like for some reason the only stuff people even want to see. Like people yeah. are like attracted to, to that more. I think it'd be a brilliant premise for Roger Rabbit to have. Like, hey, this is the death of 2D. I don't know if it'd be set in the 30s or 40s or if it would set it in the uh, later decades. But I think they could make something out of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they'll ever do a sequel because of the whole Spielberg thing. It was a good murder mystery. And Toontown was <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one lady who looked like Jessica Rabbit but wasn't in the like apartment... Toontown <laughs> freaked me out as a kid. I'm pretty sure I had nightmares. It's one of the classic childhood terrors is that not Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jessica Rabbit. Is that segueing into your next movie? Yeah, Jessica Rabbit the movie. Nice. <laughs> no. Uh, anyone else had a crush on Jessica Rabbit? No, you know what? Honestly, she just made me. me. Okay, she, she made me. When I was a kid, I was like more uncomfortable by her. I don't know. Like I was, I just was like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be watching this. Yeah, I kind of felt that way. <laughs> but well, aren't you a bad boy, Zach? Trucking uh, along. Trucking along. Are we on the next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it five down or halfway down with your list? Wow. Uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3. That was a crazy time. Wait. What? Don't. Are you telling me that you have. Do you have one Star Wars movie on your list? We'll see. Hmm. 
Episode three. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of the prequel. It's so good. I mean, it's just it's barely so good. the best of the prequels. It's. I, I don't want to. I love that movie. It is good. I rewatched it in the last couple yeah. years. This and is I my top there's ten. A, there's a lot of talking in the movie where it's just back and forth in the same sets and the same it's back. Better and forth. than Attack of the Clones. I mean, it's true. But it's like I feel like it's a hour-long wait before the stuff actually happens. Well, there's stuff happening all over the place. Well, at the beginning, and then, and then that no, just kind of No, there's the beginning, stops. there's a space fight, and then Obi-Wan goes to General Grievous, and then... And then... Ah! General Kenobi! <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. I feel like it's, it's a pretty strong opening. It does. It is, it is a good opening to the movie. Especially if you were, like, a kid at that time and mm-hmm. see it on the big screen. I did. Opening night. It was great. Where people dressed up in character. Oh, absolutely. I brought my lightsaber. <laughs> Same. I fought, I fought with kids. <laughs> Get your punk. <laughs> I'm probably more embarrassing in that I, I did not They're go opening night. choke kids. <laughs> I went like weeks later and I still brought a lightsaber and costume. I was like, yeah. And then like... Weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> there were two guys in the back though who had seen it like three times already. So I guess, I guess that was the one the older Star Wars fans finally gave into. It was good. It is. And it shows Anakin's fall, which I feel like they could have done Revenge... They could have done one movie. They could have done Revenge of the Sith with flashbacks to the other two movies. I... I, And to a point, like, and we'll, we'll probably get to this when we start talking about Star Wars movies, but to me, like, you could have started with bits of Attack of the Clones, like, where the clones came from and everything, mm-hmm. and then have Revenge of the Sith all kind of one movie and have Anakin be trained as a Jedi when he's older because you know the big thing in Phantom Menace is that he's too old old. and I'm like well he's nine but I I get that in the lexicon of the Star Wars universe but you know for just general audiences why not just make him Luke's age because in the first very first movie Luke was too old to be trained Mm. well why not just do that exact same thing and have it be like a you know good parallel there like hey Anakin was trained at the same age and he fell to the dark side. Yeah. It make the fourth movie better when Luke does the same thing, and you're like, "Oh crap, the same thing's gonna happen," and it doesn't. And I was like, "Why right. not make the other two movies then?" Like Anakin, you know, immediately like uh, loses all his limbs, and then he has to have the Darth Vader suit right away, but still have him be a Jedi. But he's so ticked that he's in this suit, and he's like, "What a terrible life I'm living!" That it drives him nuts and turns him to the dark side. I was okay. like, "You could have had." Darth Vader be good for a movie. Just, like, the scary suit, but he's a good guy. I always thought that'd be an interesting concept. That would be cool. And instead, they're like, no, let's have a whole movie where he's just pod racing. <laughs> His suit's just, like, a warmer color than black. Like, it's like navy. Like plaid. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a, there's a dramatic scene where he's, like, spray-painting it black because he's, like... <laughs> yeah, he goes so evil. evil. <laughs> oh, I hate you, Dad. one... <laughs> <laughs> It's still a good movie, though. You get to see how she gets all wrinkly. I go to warp to her. (laughs) I never understood that. I never understood how that all works. Like, so, the the force lightning reverberated back onto him, and then that's why he got wrinkly. It's, it's, it's... So he got a button in his forehead? I felt like they didn't have an explanation for why he looks so old in in Return of the Jedi that they 
just did that. I know. But it kind of reminds me of, like, in X-Men Apocalypse when suddenly James McAvoy's just turned bald because they needed an explanation for him to be bald. I'm like, why, why, why do you need an explanation? Just, he is bald because he got old. Like, you don't, you don't need to explain the wrinkles. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Sam Jackson definitely survived that fall. I think so, too. Yeah. I think he could show up in the movie. Maybe maybe call it Obi-Wan and have him show up as a side character real quick. I heard they might do an Obi-Wan like Disney Plus show. It's really weird that they haven't done anything with that, given <laughs> Ewan McGregor has been like, I will do it. It's like he's standing <laughs> outside the office and like, what should we do for movies or TV shows? And he's just like in the office like, I- I'll do it. Like I- I'm still pretty healthy. I'm a good age guy. I-, I-, I look a lot like Alec Guinness. I could do it. Derek, Derek, uh, you said something about the, <laughs> the Job of the Hut movie? <laughs> so you said we wanted to make a Max Rebo movie about the whole band <laughs> and how they started up. It's like, I... Honestly, I'm right here. I'm one of the biggest characters. You've seen Green Room. Yeah. <laughs> it's Green Room, but it's Max Rebo. <laughs> I'm literally in all six movies. I'm right here. <laughs> one of the biggest characters in the entire series, if not one of the most important. I'm right here. I'll do it. How about an entire series about that giant worm from Empire Strikes Back? I always like that. JJ, you got that Jawa trilogy? (laughs) Jawa trilogy. Jawa versus the Ewoks. Yeah. um, Yeah, I really love Revenge of the Sith. It's the one that I'll go to. I I don't have to watch the other two. I, uh... For prequels. Yeah, I usually start when I... I mean... I'll watch. I'll make myself watch Attack of the Clones for a few key parts, but I enjoy Revenge of the Sith, so what, I don't mind what starting. Key parts? I skip to the very I like end. The, yeah, of Attack of the Clones. Like the very, end? very end. Yeah. Or the like very the final battle? battle. The final battle. I had okay. I had the arena, like action figure, like oh, did you thing? Oh, yeah. the actual like Do you arena. Not have that anymore. No, I don't know what happened to it. I never got Star Wars action figures. I'm sad about oh that. Gosh, I was. I didn't have I cool had, ones. I had lame ones. I had all. Of them. <laughs> I literally had one of the senators. This action figure. He's just like this guy with horns and a robe and like a scepter. Oh yeah, that's not meant for fighting. Yeah. It's like he's a dignitary of some kind. I don't know his name. <laughs> is, it, is it? Is his it? Is His legs don't move, but the arms do in like every way. I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> They're still getting through. No. This is impossible. No, it's like no, it's not those no. Guys. Uh, Palpatine's like right hand, the blue guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> he's blue, and he's yeah. He's got some things that hang over, and he's got other horns too. Mm-hmm. It looks like a cross between like a blue Batman and the Predator oh. together. To me. So this is how democracy dies mm-hmm. with thunderous applause, and then ET shows up. Yeah, I forgot. They're in episode one, aren't they? No, they're in the- Oh, yeah, they're in episode one, not there. And then that poor little dog thing that Obi-Wan's riding tragically gets shot. Sad. I was addicted to that. That was a lizard. Is that what that was? Whatever it is. I also it's- had that as an action. <laughs> I had everything. I have a Rancor. Remember when General Grievous was built up to be this big baddie of the third movie and he's killed instantly? Pretty easily, too. He had, uh, he had long problems. <laughs> well, they also, I mean, we should move on soon. But so far, out of, like, you know, The Force Awakens and um, The Last Jedi... Don't say it. What? What are you saying? <laughs> I know what you're What's saying. her name? The Silver Lady. The, the Silver Stormtrooper Lady. 
Oh. Oh, Captain Phasma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's her deal? She does nothing yeah, in either movie and then lame. just dies. I yeah. Mean, What's your problem with that? She's a strong, powerful She has man. her own, like, poster, and it's like, what yeah. do you do? What's so Look, cool about you? She is a Silver. strong, powerful woman. So, next she has a movie. spear when she can have a gun. That movie was clearly trying, like, Force Awakens was, like, trying to make several different characters. And, like, let's just see where these go. And then, like, the next movie, they're like, they have to bring her back or something for her to be I mean, worthwhile. Nah, just but. kill her off. I like I liked that they just got rid of her, because she wasn't needed. Mm-hmm. They Boba Fett her pretty quick, and it was nice. That's true. We can move on. Yeah. Uh, where should I go? Blazing Saddles is my favorite western slash comedy, probably ever. <laughs> so good. It's very racist, but it's like on purpose because Mel Brooks is <laughs> satirical like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Blazing Saddles. Like he made he makes the white people so racist, and like. The black people are like the smartest people in the room at all times. <laughs> they 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 are like purposely making fun. Yeah. Of, uh, and they're they're making fun of white people the most. Like black people are not the butt of the joke in the movie. No. If you watch it, because <laughs> every second it's it's st- either the white people are looking stupid or it's their downfall in some way. <laughs> they are stealing our women and raping our cattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good. It's so good. My favorite part of that movie is when. There's like, I think there's like two guys holding this like this old lady's arms behind her back. <laughs> Have you ever just, seen such cruelty? He's just going to town, <laughs> punching her in the stomach over yeah. and over again, and just, <laughs> so so they like stop cool. so she can say that. Yeah, and then they keep punching. Just keep punching her. It's like kind of slow <laughs> and like just a huge slug. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, when they pull a number six on him. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> Our town is turning into shit. Did you ever notice that they're all last name is Johnson? Yeah, they're all like all related. <laughs> um, I uh, one of the things I really get annoyed about nowadays is people often, constantly refer to that movie as they couldn't make this today. I I hate that so much because I think Keith like. Jordan Peele could have like easily. easily made that. I would say he made something on par with that with Get Out. Yeah, like, I was gonna I, say it's, that's kind of reminiscent of. Yeah, it, it without it's not like there's n words being dropped, and it's not like I mean, there. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> not in the same way Blazing Saddles does it, I guess. But like, I, I feel like it's on par. I when people, because there is a there's a half to Blazing Saddles where it's like. It's this goofy comedy where they're eating beans and farting, and people like that, because it's, like, one of the funniest mm-hmm. farting, if not the first farting scene ever. But there's this other half to it where it's like, no, it is this movie that has some racial comedy to it mm-hmm. that I think people misinterpret, because yeah. they take it as, this movie oh. couldn't be made today because this movie's too racist. I'm like, this yeah. movie... Because it has racism. Identifies racism. I'm like, this movie is, to me, not racist because the black people are the heroes of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He literally, like, saves the day, and he is not the above the joke. Not any point in that movie is, um, and I wish I knew his main name, I just don't, oh. which is terrible, but, like, he is never the above the joke. Thinking, the like, sheriff Rock is... Home? He's like the male guy. That's all I think. Can you get from Mongo? Yeah, Mongo. <laughs> the sheriff is never the butt of the joke, 
And every and most of the time they're making them look cool. Like when they're like, "Why don't you sing a slave song?" And then they start singing and they just start belting out this great tune. And they're just like, and they're like, "No, no, no!" And then they start singing the stupid song. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's making fun of the white people." Yeah, Mel Brooks makes the white people so stupid. Like when when the when he reds into town and then. They all draw their guns on him, and he draws like a finger or like a gun on himself. <laughs> help me! Help me! <laughs> Put all the gun downs, or the black man gets it. <laughs> Is anybody gonna help him? <laughs> I just love that shot of that one woman. It's like she doesn't even know what the thing. She's like, "What? <laughs> Did you see that our sheriff is a nit?" <laughs> 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 and you know, there's a scene uh, where Mel Brooks dresses up as an Indian. I don't think that's racist either, because I'm like, I think that movie, that part is making a point about the fact that, and this was a thing in the '70s, so much so that it was pointed out at the Academy Awards by uh, Marlon Brando of all people about Indians were treated terribly in cinema. And oftentimes would be whitewashed. They wouldn't be cast by actual native people. Mm-hmm. I think he's making a point about that by doing that as well. So yeah, I just hate that people are like, oh, that movie couldn't be made today. And I'm like, you, I just don't think you get it. And I also just don't think you watch other movies. I mean, have you seen? Have you seen? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Have you seen that? That show is still going. Do you? Have you seen the yeah. Lethal Weapon episode? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they still do that to this day, yeah. and they still get away with it because it's funny. Yeah. Mel Brooks is a genius. I feel that, like in terms of that type of comedy, that comedy has changed. Like, it's not, not so much like about racism, but like just in general, like that Mel Brooks type of comedy has changed a lot. Like, it's not... I think it's that that style of movie, comedic wise, like the pacing of the jokes. Like, I don't know how well that would do unless it had something like Mel Brooks attached to it. Right. You know. Otherwise, you, you'd have to be on TV. It'd have to be like Norseman or something. <laughs> you know, which is basically like Monty Python. Yeah. You know? it, it has to be a TV series. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's less to do about racism and more to do about like the actual style of comedy selling well in a theater. Yeah. You know, it would be like a straight to Netflix thing if it did. Feels me today. Yeah, with that style of comedy, just because it is a little like mm-hmm. there are times where I kind of wonder about modern audiences if they would find it as funny or mm-hmm. attach themselves to it. It took me a while. Like I watched it a couple of years back, and I wasn't too into it. Mm-hmm. But rewatching, I was like, this movie's amazing. Because well, like it gets better and better. The the I don't know what they're called, but the movie franchise, whether like scary movie one through four or mm-hmm. five, maybe epic movie and disaster movie and superhero movie and mm-hmm. date movie and like yeah, you know those all those don't work anymore. They just don't make them because yeah, parody movie that style of humor. It's still funny, but <clears throat> it doesn't sell anymore. Well, they know? just they just I don't know. It's comedy is always the thing that ages the most and. It's always changing how they do it. I mean, parody movies like that still exist, but they're mm-hmm. always changing them. And they're in different forms. I mean, I would almost call stuff that they've been doing in like the Lego movie or Spider-Verse to be parody. comedy and parody in a way, but yeah. it's done differently. And, you know, change again in the future, I don't know. I don't... Yeah. There hasn't been a good comedy movie in a long time. A straight-up like straight up comedy, comedy or a straight-up even like parody movie, there hasn't been. And for parody, it's been, I think, 
quite a while. Yeah. Where it's something like on the level of Blazing Saddles. Um, but yeah. Good yeah. movie. Great theme song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, Three movies left. Star Wars. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the original? Yeah, Star Wars okay. Episode 1. The one that started it all. Oh, Phantom Menace? Yeah. <laughs> the one that started it all. <laughs> no, yeah. the original Star Wars, man. It's crazy good. I know everyone's favorite is Empire, because it's like so dramatic. Mm-hmm. But, but you like Star Wars because... Because... It's like... Well, it's the original like Hero's Journey. Mm-hmm. And it takes this poor farm boy off <laughs> off his little rock and thrusts him into adventure and meets some cool cats along the way. This poor and farm boy. This po- <laughs> moisture farm I'm boy. I'm just a farm boy. Nobody loves me. <laughs> no, just the, the whole thing. I'm just know. a farm boy living on Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> The movie develops its Uncle world. Ben, let me go. Sorry. It's hard to watch that movie without knowing about everything else nowadays. And like, what do you mean? Having the entire universe and knowing all the other like, things in the Star Wars that universe. things happen? Yeah, or even just knowing about different planets and such. Because that movie builds its universe so well in its running time while also telling a good story. Like, crazy good. And it does it in a way where it's like... It doesn't. It explains what you need to know, and any of the side stuff, all the weird aliens, all the little weird techno babble that they use. They don't have to explain all that, yeah. and it doesn't. It's just there. It's just part because of the it universe. builds their world. It's like, well, I was gonna go to Tadashi. Uh, was it <laughs> the Tadashi Tashi Station for some new power power converters, converters and something like that? It's like. And, what is that line? But at the same time, you're like, wow, well, like, that's a place. Well, and like that's nowadays, thing. like, they would have to explain what a power converter is and where Tashi Station is exactly. Some some movies like, do that. They, they fall to that point where they gotta, like, explain everything. This movie was that. like, it didn't, and now they have everything, like, encyclopedias to explain it, which yeah. is great for fans, but I'm saying as an original movie, as it was, it's like, it's so cool that they just drop stuff like that, and they just go, they just run with it. And, that's what makes Star Wars so good. Like, you don't have to know. It's just there. The stuff that they need to explain is stuff like the Force, what a lightsaber is, what the Clone Wars are. <laughs> Metachlorians. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that first movie. because the Death just... Star got destroyed. I, I like that first Spoiler movie alert. just because it's it's <laughs> I mean... nonstop. It just, and it's one character, and suddenly he's just thrust into the Death Star, and he's running around with his friends trying to just, like... It, and. It's weird watching the other movies now because you think, wow, it's so tough to do this or it's so tough to do that. Like, all Last Jedi was was this ship trying to run away from another ship and it's like, wow, they are stuck in this situation and it's impossible to get out of. And then you watch the first one and you're like, they're just, how did these kids break into the Death Star so easily? Yeah. And it's just so much fun. I'm like, and, like, I feel like Han is like the most Han in this movie too. Like, yeah. He's so... Like, they haven't made him super good yet. Well, made, he's like, he's by, by, by Return of the Jedi, he's like squeaky clean, good general guy. Well, he's a badass pirate in this one. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even, he all he's just in it for the, for the money. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He's just dropping jokes here and there because he's like, this is who he is. <laughs> My favorite scene is when he's talking to the stormtroopers in the, when they're yeah. breaking way out. I was just going to say, <laughs> that's probably, you? that's maybe my favorite Star uh-huh. Wars scene ever. Is so that. Everything's, everything's fine here. Everything's uh, fine here. Everything's fine. Uh, how, are how are you? you? <laughs> it's so it's, sincere, like, it in feels trying improv to. Too. Uh, yeah. Is it improv? It honestly feels so improv and amazing. <laughs> Was turning right. into a boring conversation anyway. Look, we're gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so. It's so Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? I mean, who says that when you're like when the gates open and like that? I like that introduction of her too because it's like before that, all we're seeing is her, you know, worried about her planet, being like a diplomat, and then you see her when she's interacting with a stormtrooper. That's just how she acts. She's like, yeah. I know they're not she's gonna kill me. She's just Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Uh-huh. So really good at making up their characters. Like I, I, some of this stuff, like I don't even know where they came up with it. Like I feel like every movie robot up until then was like I am a robot. Mm-hmm. I will compute that for you, and it's just really boring. But it's like oh, it's a robot. That's futuristic. Then you got C three PO, who's this paranoid son of a bitch, and, and that's R2 his character. D- and R two D two is. Who's, who's like a dick? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> he really is a dick. Tin can. <laughs> I'm like, really? He wrote he, George Lucas literally wrote characters for robots. No one had done that really before. That, hadn't, that didn't really happen in movies. And you don't need him to talk to have a personality either. He he's he bleeps and bloops, but his actions show like his personality. Mm-hmm. It's just such yeah. It's good world building for sure, and just creating impossible effects. Like oh, yeah. everything in that movie, everything's practical. It's much. it's yeah. impossible what they were doing at that time. They and if you watch the documentary, it's like it, it's kind of weird that the movie became the highest grossing movie ever, leading to the biggest franchise ever. Because if you're watching that movie, it's like they were putting together like paper clips and gum, mm-hmm. and it's like they they had like no budget. They were running out of time. This movie by all accounts, could have came and went, been a bomb, and had this huge cult following in the years. Like, people would be still talking about it, but as a cult following. Mm-hmm. And maybe have a sequel years and yeah. years and years later, like Blade Runner. And, but Yeah, George Lucas just wanted to make, like, a serial, like, Flash Gordon kind of movie. Right. And then this is what... He's like, you're not going to give me the rights? That's all right, I'll go make my own thing. And he almost killed himself doing it. He literally almost died. Like, he really? was having heart problems. Like, making the movie. In the desert? Yeah, well, no, even on, it, it, this was actually in London when they were doing it in the, um, for the space sets. Like, he he literally had heart troubles and he had to go oh, in and, I don't, I don't know, know if he had surgery, but, like, he, he was literally dying making this movie because it was stressing him out so much. So it's like, this is a movie that almost killed a guy. This is a movie, it's impossible that this movie exists. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's my favorite, favorite franchise of all time. It is and probably will always be Star Wars. I'm glad you picked Star Wars and not Empire Strikes Back. I love no, Empire yeah, Strikes Back. I, I, everybody I, always critically does. like. I, I get it's a perfect movie. It it is it is, but it's not my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. So moving on, Chloe, did you have anything to say about Star Wars? It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Think you guys covered the rest. Iron Man. Iron Man. I don't oh. Heard of it. <laughs> oh. uh... It's a Black Sabbath song. <laughs> Songs don't count. <laughs> Tony Stark is such a dick in this movie, and I love it. 
<laughs> up until he's dying, and then afterwards, he's a dick, and I love it. Uh, it just shows how a traumatic event can, like, change the way you see the world. Like, after that, like, he, he built that in a cave with mm-hmm. all his crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark <laughs> built that in a cave with a box of scraps! How many times have I said that on this podcast? Because like, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> he, okay, uh, Jeff Bridges, underrated villain in the MCU. He is. Completely underrated. I get that his suit is, like, dumb at the end and everything, but underrated villain. Yeah, he is wonderful. And it's funny how that became, like, the template for every other MCU villain was just make him the same but different. Evil <laughs> evil business guy who gets suits similar to Hero. Yeah. You know what another villain, though, I love is Justin Hammer, but I think we've talked about that. I love <laughs> Justin Hammer. Hammer. I love Justin <laughs> I wish Sam he'd Rockland come back. Like, he should just come back he, in I feel like Endgame. he will. They brought, they brought Red Skull back. They sh- <laughs> It's Justin Hammer's guardian. He's guarding the soldier. Yeah. <laughs> now he ends up with the glove at the end. Yeah, hey, no, it's just same, Rogel. It's, it's, it's really a, heavy. It's like, a complete like, tribute to Iron Man 2 where he's like, oh, you like the glove? You like the glove? How about we take the glove away, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos is just sitting there like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is the Cubans, baby. <laughs> the MCU, I call it the ex-wife. Well, is in every movie. <laughs> He must be in jail this whole time, right? I mean, yeah. Hammer Industries, aren't they still releasing Yeah, they're still, they're still... But he must be in jail because of what he did. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you see the All Hail to the King short? Is he in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. They might, they might throw in, like... I, I wouldn't be surprised if... I mean, I don't know how old he would be in the 90s, but, like... With Captain Marvel introducing, like, scrolls and stuff, and, like, being undercover humans and, mm-hmm. like... I wouldn't be surprised if they go more into like the secret societies of like Hydra and Hammer and mm-hmm. AIM and like I don't think they'll have time to go over that stuff. They won't I not in depth, but you know like how in Iron Man how they just had like three random Hydra agents just kind of there and it made sense. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like scrolls that are undercover hammer agents or aim agents or hydra agents, you know, but they're like scrolls. <laughs> You can't see it, but Justin has a. He's gone full sheave. Yeah, he's wearing a. Hood <laughs> I'm doing that looks a lot like a, 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 a Sith Lord. Let's so, talk more about Iron Man. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're, we're detracting from it. It is a good movie, and I yeah, watched it's... a lot as a kid. And the only thing I don't like about it is that when he's back in America, he's like, I want an American cheeseburger. And for some reason, some guy went and got him a Burger King cheeseburger. I'm like, that is dumb product is placement. It, is it? I thought it was a McDonald's cheeseburger. No, it's Burger King. It is Burger King because I remember the Burger King commercials with the toys. Iron Man, that's why they did it. Dumb product placement because I'm sorry, Burger King. If I was stuck in the desert for six months, (laughs) I am not getting Burger King. I will be demanding at least five guys quality burger or something (laughs) better than that. I would go straight in and out. In and out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in like Malibu, wasn't he? I kind of want to live in Burger King over In and Out. I think I'm gonna get five guys after this. That so. just might be what Happy g- gave him. They close at ten. We have time. I do it. <laughs> Remember, it's like that time I got McRib right after we stopped. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's true. Uh, yeah, Iron Man is great. <laughs> Let's go get burgers. Um, yeah. It, what? Just keep going. 
Let's <laughs> go. Cool. Just talk about the movie because we you got to talk about it. You got to go fast so ha- we can get his happy guys. Happy started the whole MCU. Okay, Happy freaking Hogan, and he has. Happy's the best. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I love that movie so much. It is, I think... I'm really bad at talking. It, it's like <laughs> a sexier version of an MCU movie before they were bought by Disney, and then they're mm-hmm. like, let's try to make this um, more globalized, and let's throw some more humor in. And I like how they've gone so far you know the change was needed but like this movie was coming out right after all those other superhero movies had been done where it's like we know how to do an origin story so let's do it and uh let's try to you know let's make this a good looking dude he's a billionaire everyone wants to be him by all accounts it's like why did you start your series with this movie because here's the thing Make the movie exactly the way it is now, and if that movie would have bombed, everybody would be criticizing it mm-hmm. for saying why the MCU never happened. They would point to that movie and be like, because they did everything wrong in that movie. They made the main character a dick. They they made him like this person everyone wanted to be, but not really. Uh, they had a boring villain who was just the same guy, and it's like, and the director threw himself in the movie. Like, why would they do all that? It's like a weird, almost indie film to a point. Like, and it, it's Glass. not like any superhero movie. But the thing is, the movie was successful, and now we look at it and we're like, it did everything right and different, and that's why the MCU succeeded. So it's well, that's it's weird. Who Tony Stark was, though, he was a dick. Yeah, and until I know, it happened, yeah. and then he. Yeah, but it's just so different from what everybody else was doing. I mean, take Spider-Man, take the X-Men, uh, to a point, I guess, Wolverine, but, like, take uh, Hulk, take all those movies that had come out before then, mm-hmm. and then you look at Iron Man, and it, it did the same thing, but it did, like, everything different. They had, like, little side jokes from Robert Downey Jr. He would just say, like, random things here and there. I'm like, I, I've never... And I think a lot of its success comes from Kevin Feige working on all the other Marvel comic book whatever franchises and just taking notes and, and he, seeing yeah, he what works like, and what doesn't I know and what this works and what doesn't will yeah. work and he pitched it and he he's very successful now and in a lot of ways they were just they hired Robert Downey Jr. and they're like you know what you're you're kind of playing yourself so just sort <laughs> just of be yourself do man. yourself because in a way it's like it's almost his real life story even it's like just I actually happened to him. Like I mean, not the whole you know getting in the desert, but it's like the dude had his issues, and then he had like his comeback tour, and he did something. Di- it's weird. It's like it was like a self referential movie, and I mean by all accounts, it's like I said, if the movie would have bombed for all the reasons we praise it, we'd be criticizing it. That's mm-hmm. really weird to me. Like there's not many movies that get that. It's 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 great, and I, it's I love that it's the first one. Yeah, and it's. It really it's it could have been its own thing too. It could have just been a trilogy and done. They set up the ten rings. They didn't really go into it or whatever. And Eventually, the third they one they did, but they didn't. But that's the beginning of the magic of the MCU. They can drop stuff like that just for the comic book fans, mm-hmm. but for like general movie audiences, they're like, yeah, yeah that's cool, yeah. but I don't need more of that. Or and if you do bring more of it in, I'll be like, oh, I can watch this movie. Now. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but they they dropped so much stuff. They- just the Iron Man fans too like mm-hmm. I brought this up in our Marvel uh, episode mm-hmm. episodes uh, his ringtone for Rhodey was the Iron Man cartoon theme song 
and just like little touches like that were like icing on the cake. <laughs> Next time, baby. I think that <laughs> that, that, was a, that line's only funnier now that he because got, he's not <laughs> he got replaced by Don Cheadle. And it's like that line just becomes funnier even now because it's like next time, baby. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Chloe. Any words on Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys nice covered word. pretty much everything. We didn't talk about. Uh, uh, Pepper Potts at all? As a woman, I feel like you have some things to say about Pepper Potts. Are you assuming that? Oh yeah, going back to Iron Man. She is assuming Chloe is a woman right now. (laughs) She is a powerful woman. Uh, Going back to Iron Man for just a second. Give me my gun, Chloe. They brought shield in right away. Why do you keep handing me your gun? And you just keep my. At the time, I was playing my PS2, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance was like my go-to game, so I was like, oh my gosh, they brought in S.H.I.E.L.D. They're gonna make an Ultimate Alliance movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> playing Ultimate time. Alliance 2, and so I was like, oh my gosh, Deadpool's gonna be yeah. a... You know. yeah. Was Clark Gregg's character made specifically for the movies? I think so. That's awesome. Yeah. That's an awesome way to do it. Coulson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, last movie. I know how you, you know how you have to start it out. <laughs> I don't want to. Mall Cop to. 2. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Blah Blart, Mall Cop. Paul no. Blah Blart, Mall Cop. <laughs> Sing it. Why? Lion King. Oh my god. You're talking about the live action one, right? Yeah, the one that already came out. One that isn't out yet, but like, <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, Lion King, Lion King, Lion King. It's my favorite animated Disney movie ever made, and it's so good. It's so funny. It's so Hamlety. <laughs> <laughs> Scar is scary. His voice, Jeremy Irons, is. I I think he's the scariest Disney villain. He also has one of the coolest musical numbers, I think, in that whole movie. <laughs> so good. Be prepared! I, I wish I knew the rest of the lyrics. Meticulous <laughs> I, 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 planning. I, I like that line. <laughs> I do like that song a lot. Uh, yeah, the music numbers are great. I, I mean, everyone loves Hakuna Matata, but my favorite is probably I Just Can't Wait to Be King. It was my ringtone for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I think it still is, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Why have I never seen a king of <laughs> beast with quite so little hair? I don't know. I I love Lion King. Obviously, I feel like everyone does. It's it's and all the main characters: Zazu, Rafiki, Pumbaa, Timon, Nala, Mufasa. Just naming all it's the all characters. Sarabi. <laughs> That's how I remember her name. I have to yell out like Scar, otherwise I don't remember <laughs> what her name is. Sorry. Oh yeah, the mom. Um, you know what's weird is uh, all I'll say about the movie is that one that was made it was being made at the same time as Pocahontas, and all the Disney animators were super excited for Pocahontas, and that's the movie they wanted to work on. And they're like, really? Pocahontas is going to be a I big hit. That. It is going to work. It's got everything that people want out of a movie. 
It was good. And people did not want to do Lion King. They thought it was like, oh, I feel like we've done this before. I feel like it's just Bambi. I'm not into it. So not Bambi. Bambi. The mom lives. Pocahontas. <laughs> and the opposite spoilers of Bambi. Spoilers for Bambi. Pocahontas <laughs> ended up being the least critically successful of the entire Disney renaissance. Lion King was... Like, the biggest movie of all time. <laughs> it's beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Which is crazy to me, because I'm like, these animators didn't care about this movie. If you watch it, you'd think they were putting their heart and but soul into this. They, they had to have cared. Well, they did, I mean, because I mean, it's Their own job. reputation. But I'm reputation saying, like, more like animators were drawn to, literally, to Pocahontas. <laughs> like, they were not as into Lion King. Mm-hmm. And you watch that movie, and I'm like, I feel like even between the two, Lion King is... Like better animated, even. Yeah. Like if you really I feel like it. though, like I would, like if I was like you know, the one out of ten guys who was like, you know, got made to to animate Lion King when everyone else wanted to do Pocahontas, and I was like on it, I would, I don't think I would strive to be better than Pocahontas, but I would still like want to animate the hell out of it. Like, yeah. Just because, like, I'm like, I mean, why would you do a great job? Why would you, you want to do a bad job just because you didn't get? Like the one yeah. Well, like I was just try. thinking, like the, it's it's about the passion for it too. Mm-hmm. If you got like well, the passion, because yeah. I think a lot of the animators are doing both movies, but it's like it's really about like you just watch that movie and you can see the passion. And I think it's funny. I I kind of wonder if they are blowing a little out of proportion about the whole. Oh, we didn't care about it because you know after the fact, like wow, it was successful. Let's make it sound like we didn't mm-hmm. care too much about it because <laughs> then it makes it look yeah. like whoa, it's, it's a no real, big deal. Yeah. It's just. I mean, even when the movie came out, it was promoted as, like, a big deal anyway. Like, because Disney was on top of the world mm-hmm. at the time. Still is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they've come they own back in a big way. Um, every, every, they own everything. They, they literally own everything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny. I really want to know, though. Is this still your favorite movie? Has everyone finished your list? Tentatively. Yeah, I'm tentatively. probably way I think, off. I think I'm done with it. How do you want to do this? Do we? I think you would just name it off like ten to one, and then we'll just like say if we got a point. And then a point if points. you get one right. Yeah, tally him. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so. Oh boy. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna stick with my list. I think I got it. All right. Oh yeah. Did you guys want time to rearrange it all? <clears throat> um, there's a couple I'm confused about, but. I mean, I'll, I'll tell. I I really don't care. Oh. <laughs> okay. Unless there is like we should do a, like a money prize. You get two points if it's like dead on, and then like one point if it's like next to it. Or no, we could do it I that mean, way. If you want to, if Justin wants to write more, we could do it that way. If you keep track, would that work? Yeah, I'm right two now. points for we'll dead figure, on. We'll figure it out. We're, we're doing this as we go. Yeah, that's, that's or a like planned podcast. Three points for dead on, no, and then one for no. ne- next to it. Two points dead on. One point for one off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number 10. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Woo! Two Whoa! points for Hunter. Same. Same. I'm just changing it, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you all had Roger Rabbit? I, I actually literally did. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 9. School of Rock. Ooh, wow, oh, wow. I'm way off. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> off on that one. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Justin didn't even make it. He, just- <laughs> he probably didn't. <laughs> I am okay. I got my list here. I'm writing down what the, the actual list is okay. right below it. Okay. Number eight, Star Wars Episode Three. What? Revenge nice. of the Sith. Nailed that one. I don't even know you. 
I guess. <laughs> Number seven, Blazing Saddles. Nice. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? I had Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I had Blazing Saddles right number nine. Ooh. Uh, number six is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Nice. One point. Number five is Back to the Future. Yes. No. Huh. Number four is Back to the Future too. Oh, sweet. Okay. Two in a row. Number three is Iron Man. Am I going too fast? Justin's running like a storm over there. I'm good. Okay. I have a couple that are close. Number two. The Lion King. Hmm. I told you I rethought some things. I feel betrayed. It's the taste of betrayal. You're a whore, Peter. <laughs> uh, number one is Star Wars. Dang okay. it! Huh. My favorite movie of all time. Well, I got ten points total. Over the Lion King. Four. Yeah. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Is are, you, are you just trying to fish for points? I'm just, you know, so, you sell me, sell me why you Lion really King. like the Lion I, King, and I'm it's just, my I'm second just, favorite movie. I'm just making sure that you're not like. Picking Star Wars because you like, want to see. I had fancy. this list made like weeks before I thought it was game. Yeah, I you know. just want to sure. mess us up. What's the point? How many points you get, Goble? Uh, I think nine points. Okay, I got nine points. Ha! I win. Oh. I got ten. Thirty points. I was gonna say <laughs> more points. Than I was gonna say get. first place, second place, third place on our actual tally. We do three, two, one points. Seeing that we tied, that's one point for each of us. And then give okay. Zach five <laughs> for the stress you put him through today. <laughs> I'm giving Chloe three. Yes! You can tell- you give me five. Uh, well, I just didn't want to give you a bunch because then we're like we're running Zach out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had Blazing Saddles at nine. A couple in the middle. I had Back to the Future at five, which I think was right on. Isn't that kind of funny that we all got Who Framed Roger Rabbit, though? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really, like yeah. we just... Oh, be, he doesn't like that movie that much. With everything else that's on the list, I'd be it'd have to be either that one or Blazing Saddles. I think. No, Blazing Saddles be. is. Yeah, I know yeah. you like Blazing Saddles it's more. My favorite so. comedy of all time. I know. It's true. And it's my know? favorite comedy next to Space Jam. Honestly. Oh, dude, Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. I gotta change my whole list. <laughs> you forgot I'm how Space Jam. Did, did I we... love you, man. Wasn't on there. It. I, I love that. It's in my top one hundred. I don't know where exactly. I love, I love you, man. <laughs> uh, did we want to do last movie on Earth, or are we just going to skip Yeah, it? well, I mean, we got, okay. we're got we already an hour and a half, and people know these episodes are long. Let's just do it. Okay. Yeah. I don't oh, care. Cool. Yeah. Get them ready. Get yeah. them ready, boys. I can still get some points today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah top ten stress me out, because I'm bad at just like monologuing i can't just talk out of my ass i need, I need to like bounce off you of other people talk out of your ass <laughs> dude what yeah yeah can you like show me you do right now no not later <laughs> who wants to go first for the last movie on earth i will okay just because someone let's get this going um uh, does hunter want to explain last movie on earth Oh yeah, yeah. So, and if for some reason you've never listened to any of our episodes, 
uh, go listen. What's wrong with you? Go listen to our other stuff. Yeah, why are you starting um, at episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I do do that with movie podcasts. I, I, I do just listen to it. So, so I I, we forgive you. Yeah, um, anyway, uh, if this is the first time you're listening, we like to play this game more often than not called uh, Last Movie on Earth, where we go around the table and we take turns um, reading off the description for the last movie that we watched, and everyone else has to guess the title of that movie. And whoever guesses it right gets a point that gets added to this ongoing uh, scoreboard. Um, and then if no one guesses your movie, then you get two points for yourself. Justin, what are the uh, current scores? Son of a gun, I don't have them right on me. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's right here. Okay, uh, we got Hunter at 38. We have Justin at 40. We have Chloe at 27. And we have Zach at 26. You're welcome. That's true. What can I say? <laughs> Except Moana. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Ex-Hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that took everything from him. Is that it? John Wick? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember the because the actual description is ex hitman John Wick. Oh, comes yeah. out of... <laughs> I've never seen John Wick. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I remember when it came out. I was I was thinking it was Jack Reacher because they only um, came out like the same time. Finally, <laughs> so you went to go see Jack Reacher? Well, no. I mean, like I've seen. I, I, I never saw. Bad. I never saw either. Like, and honestly, because. To a point, I thought that was just the same as uh, Jack Ryan. Like, they just yep. all kind of mixed Jack up Ryan, in my head. Jack Ryan, Jack Reacher, and John Wick. I was like, Jesus, like, we need to stop with this. And I thought they were all the same movie, and I thought they were all generic, so I never saw any of them. There's probably a Mission Impossible movie that came out that year, too. Probably. Like, it's funny, because now at this point, I have seen all the Jack Ryans. I've seen John Wick, and I've seen Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher's really good. John Wick mm-hmm. is... Uh, have, it's, you seen the it's new, good. have you seen the new Jack Ryan? Like, John Krasinski? I have not. I've been meaning to. I haven't either. But John Wick, uh, was good. It's mm-hmm. about all I got. How many stars? Probably seven and a half. Wow. I mean, Chloe's still. It just it, it's it's like it's enjoyable and it's got good action scenes, but maybe it was too overhyped for me. I hear the second one's even better, so hmm. I'll give that a watch. I hear there's a dog in it. There is. That's all I know. Well, give it a watch. I will. I've been planning on it. Throwing for a. I mean, Keanu Reeves is amazing. It's on on the list. I can go next, I guess. A new drug promises out of body experiences, but the users are coming back changed forever, and an otherworldly invasion of Earth is underway. Whoa. Yeah. I know. I feel like I've heard this movie, but. I think everyone's heard of this movie. I don't think anyone's watched this movie. <laughs> What's the year? Uh, 2012. Uh, can you say director? Dear sir? Um, Dear sir, can you say yeah. director? Don Coscarelli? Wow. That's a name I've heard. <laughs> looking it up. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm, 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 I'm tracking my movie. Um, actor Chase Williamson. What? No one's gonna get this. Zach, he, you you punked us. You took my strategy. 
No, this is okay. This movie was on Netflix forever, and then it was on Hulu forever. Attack the Block. No. Uh, invasion. It, it has invasion. It's five. It's five words. The title. It's not Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Like it can't be that. Not for 2012. It'll be some crappy remake. That's just... It's a sci-fi horror comedy. <laughs> I should know this. 2012. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi horror comedy. The movie 2012. <laughs> yeah. That's what comedy. I was thinking. Incorrect. <laughs> Nothing. Return of the Living Dead. No. no. It was John Dies at the End. Oh. oh I, yeah. Everyone's heard of it. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. I almost watched that today. I like I scrolled past that. it and I was like, ooh. Yeah. It was. It was good. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like Evil Dead. I, th- I feel like Hunter would like it, I guess. It's on Hulu? Yeah. I'll watch it. It's, it's, it's not as good as Evil Dead, but it's... It's Evil Dead if Hunter liked it. <laughs> there's a meat monster. Oh, oh dude. Like, made of cuts of meat. Ooh. That sounds delicious. Delicious. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. It was good. I, I think I'd give it, like, three and a half stars. Hmm. All right. In the future, a sadistic gang leader is imprisoned and volunteers for a conduct aversion experiment, but it doesn't go as planned. Say it again. Yeah, say it again. In the future, a sadistic gang leader is imprisoned and volunteers for a conduct aversion experiment, but it doesn't go as planned. Clockwork Orange. Yes. Herumph. Herumph. Was that your first time watching it? Yeah. yeah what did you think? <laughs> I, I still don't know. Like, <laughs> I still don't know. I'm so yeah. confused. Like, I need to watch it again, but it's two hours and 16 mm-hmm. minutes, so I need to, like, set aside time to watch it again. Yeah, it feels longer than that. Yeah. You think so? I think I think it it feels, for, for me, it feels way longer than two hours and 16 minutes. Yeah. It feels like a four-hour movie. Yeah. It's Wait, good though. Like the whole time, it's good. It's good. It's, it's a, just it's a ride. <laughs> yeah. But it's for me. Like the ending has too many different meanings to actually. For me, I don't know what it's about. Still, mm-hmm. you, you, really, I've watched it. You don't get it. Yeah. No, it's, I get it. But it's like huh. I see three things that's like it's trying to say. But I don't know the main thing. I, I've listened to podcasts, and almost everything I listen to is thinks it, it, it's like a different meaning. Well, I think that's your first. Pro- you gotta stop listening to podcasts, like because well, I listened to them after I watched it. But while I watched it, I was like, "Is it saying this or is it saying this?" Which is it's close, but anyway. I love that movie, and for some reason, I just have always felt like I've understood. Like, I, first time I saw it was like when I was fifteen, and like. I just always been into it, and it's weird. Like of Stanley Kubrick movies, for me, it goes by the quickest because Stanley Kubrick can make some big, long, slow movies. Like mm-hmm. I've sat through Barry Lyndon; it's like it can be a slow movie. Mm-hmm. Clockwork Orange just it, it it goes by quick, and I did a project for it in college where I read the book too. Shockingly, exactly like the book, like crazy mm-hmm. how much stanley kubrick went pretty much almost line for line from the book like mm-hmm. everything that's in the book is in the movie which is weird because I, I almost I'm like that's a weird adaptation but it's good the only thing that's changed is technically when the movie when the book was made in america they tacked on 
a last chapter that changed the ending because they didn't like the original ending. They said, you can't mm-hmm. do that. You can't have it be where it's a you know ambiguous and you might return to his normal state. You need to have a happy ending. So the original ending, he like... Mm-hmm. He, like, runs into one of his old Droog pals, and he's got a family now, and then Alex is like, I should have a family. And that's literally, like, that's the end. And he, like, is cured, because then he wants to have a family. Literally the ending that they added for the American book. I hate that. Right? And it's stupid, and that's what the American publishers thought people wanted. And you can find copies with it still that have that ending. And the one I read, I I think I have in my room, is the one with that ending. But the movie is ambiguous. Yeah, they kept it, well, because, you know, I mean, Stanley Kubrick's British, I'm, yeah. I'm sure he never even saw the American book, okay. but he he keeps the, the original, the way it should yeah. be, the better way, because it, it, it pretty much ruins the book, if, for, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Just cut out that last chapter in your opinion. Right. But yeah, it was crazy. The vernacular was, it was so, it was, I had to watch it with subtitles, because it was just hard to, like... Mm-hmm. Like, half the words were made up. Yeah, it's called Droogish. so slow, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, and like, harder to understand because he talks slow. Yeah. We'd like, like to go out for a little bit of the old ultraviolet. <laughs> the old in and out. <laughs> yeah, he said the old. The old. So much. Like, <laughs> Does it have to be old? The old Can it be, like, the new in and out? The old ultraviolet. <laughs> But yeah, it was. Once a minute, I've never seen this movie. So I, did he say the old In and Out? Yeah, in the movie, he said the so old In and Out. The old In and Out. The old really? In-N-Out. Is that where that like comes from? He says it for uh, two maybe different from situations. the book, the but old yeah, I don't know the movie. I would guess that's why. It, oh. how, maybe how it caught just something funny that All I'll say, say is this isn't a spoiler, but everything goes well until the cats show up, and then everything that's goes true. to hell. That's true, though. That's very true. Okay, we can move on. <laughs> it's good. I'd probably yeah. give it from my current watching. I'd probably give it three or three and a half. But I want to watch it again and see if it mm-hmm. changes. Because there's just a lot happening. There's a lot in that movie. Huh. Um. Yeah. I I want to talk more about it, but I can't. We're so. done. We've moved on. We'll like do it. Guy who carries the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Like Stanley oh. Kubrick is like famous for like his actors hating him for making them, you know, mm-hmm. do it crazy stuff. That guy carried that guy around in that wheelchair like over a hundred times in one day. Carried him down those stairs. Oh and like I can't imagine. I'd that. quit. Um anyway. Uh this is my last movie on earth. A mother's last wishes send twins Jean and Simon on a journey to the Middle East in search of their tangled roots. Twenty ten. Director Denis Villeneuve. Oh yeah. Wait, but I don't remember this one though. Like, cause I only go as Took far me a back while as... to find this. I've been wanting to see this one for a while. Oh shoot! No, I'm, no, no one's gonna get it. Ah, uh, I mean actor. Yeah, what else did he do? So most famously, he's done a lot of famous stuff. Arrival, he did. Prisoners. Prisoners. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He's gonna direct the new Dune movie, which I'm freaking. Sicario. Sicario. And this Enemy. is a different. Movie. Enemy was a, I've done Enemy before on last movie on Earth. It's a movie with twins in it. 
The movie Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Danny DeVito. In 2010? No. The other guys? No. He didn't direct that. <laughs> he did not direct the other guys, no. I could give you the main actor or actress, but... You could, but it won't help. Yeah. Lubna Azabal. What? <laughs> Lubna Azabal. <laughs> She's Middle Eastern. A mother's last wishes send twins Gene and Simon on a journey to the Middle East in search of their tangled roots. Oh, you mean that description? Oh, okay. Yep. Well, now I know. Gene yep. and Simon Bob Is it Gene and Simon's Excellent Adventure? No. <laughs> that would be crazy. If that was the name of this. I mean, there's no way. If, if anyone. I'm laughing with you, anyone who's listening and has seen this movie. Um. Incendies is the name of the movie. Son of a gun. It was uh, pretty much Denis Villeneuve's like first real debut film. He's done some other stuff in the past, but this one he did like uh, I don't know if he did this at Sundance or what. But he did this as a foreign film. He did it in like an indie festival, and that gave his gave him his boost. And he went on to do Enemy and then Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal and both of them. And uh, He's a big deal. He's he's definitely he's not my favorite director, but he is right up there next to like Christopher Nolan in term and like Alex Garland. Like like if you were to put those three guys on a movie project, it would probably be like insane. Like if they were to ever do like another like two thousand one A Space Odyssey and they had like those three guys on it, I would be completely happy. You know? Anyway, real good movie. Um, I would say it's four stars, which is high for me. Um, but uh, it's 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 unique. It's a it it kind of jumps back and forth in the time lapse. It's like yeah, the mom dies and sends her two kids to go and like um, basically find their real dad and their real brother. Um, and so it's like as they're in the Middle East looking for their dad and brother, it's flashbacks to their mom while she was living in the Middle East growing up. And like both those stories like kind of line up in certain points. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just watching at home and it was, it was good, it was good, it was good. And I could tell it had the same style. But then like by the end of the movie, I was like, I I forgot like I was watching a Denis Villeneuve movie and like forgot that I could be blown away like that. I don't know. Didn't expect it to be as amazing as it was. So good. Highly recommend it. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, we got points at uh, Hunter's 32. Just oh no forty two actually. I was uh, like that's low. Justin's uh, forty. <laughs> Chloe's got. Uh, 27, and Zach's got 28. <laughs> yeah, he beat you. <laughs> well, next time we're going to watch uh, Chloe. Next time I'm going to watch the most obscure movie <laughs> I can think of. <laughs> well, well, same here, everyone. I guess that's the kind of game we play here now at the Cinema Swamp. I haven't turned into that. <laughs> Except mine wasn't that obscure. It's been on. It's been around. Excuse me. It's I've heard been it, around. But I Dude. get that one mixed up with John Tucker. Is it John Tucker Must Die? Yeah. 
Yeah, I get those two. John Tucker up. must die and John Tucker dies. I haven't seen either of them, so. John Tucker must die sucks. It's garbage. This movie was fun. Yeah. Um, Any hooser. John dies at the end. John Wick. Um, John Ryan. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. John who's, Goodman. Who's the one? Is it John Carter? Who goes to Mars? John Carter goes to Mars? John yeah, Carter John Carter. Mars? Yeah. Oh, John Carter. I want to see that. Still, after all these years, I still haven't seen it. It's weird. Yeah. I still want to see that. It's a weird time. I want to see that. I want to see Prince of Persia. And I want to see... see Prince of Persia, dude. And, and I want to see uh, The Lone Ranger. Movie. I want to see the trifecta of Disney <laughs> failures. Because those all failed. <laughs> they all were like, they were all like boom, boom, boom. Big expensive movies. And then Disney's like, you know what? Just Star Wars from now on. Because those <laughs> movies get bombed. So anytime people Man. complain about movies... Like that, they only make sequels and franchise movies. I always mm-hmm. say, did any of us seen uh, John Carter or The Lone Ranger? Because if your answer is no, I didn't see is. it, I've seen Lone Ranger. That means you're not helping. But I've seen all of them. Those aren't even original. Those are all based on something else too. I guess Disney's I, not original. And I, I didn't like John Carter of Mars. Um, but is it is that the name of it? John it's called Carter? John Carter for marketing reasons. It's okay. a better title than John Carter goes to Mars. Is it goes to Mars or is it of Mars? I think it's John Carter. Of yeah, Mars. of Mars. Um, John Carter is a better title, isn't it? I don't know. I was I was kidding. It's garbage. <laughs> Disney's like what? Really? <laughs> John you, Carpenter's Mars. Have you seen the Lone Ranger? I haven't. I've been meaning to. It is an incredible movie. I would love to see it because. It's, if you like Pirates of the Caribbean, you'll love the Lone And that's the reason I want to see it, because I'm like, everyone's like, this is just a big, huge, hundreds of millions of dollar movie failure. And I'm like, well, everyone said that about The World's End, and I love that, so I probably will love this movie. It's great. It's, I mean, I mean, Gore Verbinski, Hans Zimmer doing soundtrack, it's Army Hammer and Johnny Depp, it's great. I keep forgetting that Army Hammer's literally in that movie. He's the lead. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, good. I, I we should watch that. that. Let's watch that. Let's watch it sometime. Let's watch it. Let's Prince of Persia is a good time. It's like the Assassin's Creed movie we should have got. It's real good. Let's watch the nice guys. It's weird that Jake Gyllenhaal is the Prince of Persia, but uh, <laughs> the Lone Ranger dude is it? Because they wouldn't give him Spider Man, so he had to go and be See, the Prince of Persia. Did he want to be Spider Man? He was not only up for Spider Man. I think it was Spider-Man 2 or 3. The, Tobey Maguire was not going to come back, and they were going to cast Jake Gyllenhaal in the role because Tobey Maguire wanted He's more play Mysterio. money. Tobey Maguire? Twist? Tobey Maguire. Going back have you not the main character? I, I'm under this theory that Tobey Maguire is a huge dick in Hollywood because, one, have you noticed he's disappeared? Two, have you ever seen him in an interview? The way he is. Three, there's a movie called Molly's Game where they have a character in the movie who is just Michael Sarah. He plays himself. He's the rich guy who goes to like uh, gambling events, you know, like private poker mm-hmm. games, and he like <laughs> yeah, and he's a, and this. he's a dick, <laughs> even though it's Michael Sarah. But that character he's playing is actually what Tobey Maguire was in the real life story of mm-hmm. this woman. Tobey Maguire was that character. Tommy Maguire was the dick. And so I've always been under this assumption. I'm like, Tommy Maguire's an asshole, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He has to be. Huh. Yeah. I always think of, like, weird roles where if they were to swap them out with Tommy Maguire, how they would have went. Like, if Tommy Maguire was Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't get over that. 
We should do the save or kill, but instead of Whoopi, it's Tobey Maguire. Throw Tobey Maguire in instead of Whoopi. Tobey Maguire as Iron Man. <laughs> Whoopi Pizza is so, time. So good. <laughs> Pizza time. <laughs> well, well, that's the episode. That's an episode. Good app. Good app. Right. Subpar. Yeah. I'm yawning. I'm yawning. Zach sucks. Yeah, I suck. Well, it's been a long time in the making of the of not not Zach sucks, but uh, <laughs> your list. <laughs> getting finally getting your list on. You know, now we can start throwing on maybe some. I mean, no, we did, we did Kirsten, but yeah, but we'd like to have some other guests. Other like on, I've been top ten. I've been in talk with Lindsay Lohan, so we'll probably be getting her cool. on pretty soon. Cool. Yeah, we could, do, we could do Becca's top ten. That'd yeah. be weird. What would it be? I'm, up for I'm sure weird. at least half of it would be. Like Harry Potter. Hallmark movies. Oh, Hallmark movies. <laughs> oh yeah. We're all trying to guess her <laughs> her favorite. Hallmark. Oh god. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. And remember. Remember. Always, always beware of the cinema swamp. swamp. Jai Courtney. Ah, hooked on the feeling. I'm high on believing because we're too good. <laughs> we'll get caught in ID because we're too good. If I Shazam this right now, it's going to pop up. It's it's, oh, see if we can do it. It's as sweet as candy. The taste is all in my mind. I just stay affected. For another <laughs> cup of wine. Bam, bam. Got another. I'm thinking about making a product for a show called Cinnamon Swamps. Cinnamon. Why, is, why is your whole marketing all about cinnamon rolls? <laughs> like, cinnamon. <laughs> closest thing we can get is cinnamon. Cinnamon, cinnamon Studios. Cinnamon Studios. <laughs> my dog's name was Cinnamon. It's always been a recurring thing in my life. So what'd you think of Zack's top 10? Do you really think Temple of Doom is the best Indiana Jones film? Do you agree with some of his other choices, like Blazing Saddle, School of Rock, or Star Wars? Leave a comment on this episode, follow us at Cinema Swamp on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.